You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This is No Credentials Required, powered by Belly Up Sports and a part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Corey Mansfield and Ryan McCarthy. Welcome to No Credentials Required, powered by the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. I'm Ryan McCarthy, and with me I've got one of Star Wars' biggest fans, Corey Mansfield. Corey Mansfield. Corey, how are we doing tonight? Doing great. May the Force be with you. Oh, may the Force be with you, as, and, and also with your spirit. Yes. <laughs> All right, we got a lot to talk about tonight, for about about a half hour to talk about some uh, some different topics uh we're gonna start with the Stanley cup final do some nfl foot the nfl ncaa football uh home stretch before the major league baseball playoffs and we'll get into some pop culture with the mandalorians so let's start with the Stanley cup final it's already series uh tied up at one uh last night uh Kemba bay kind of wound up tying the series at one uh we got ourselves a nice uh one one series Corey, what's what's your thoughts on the uh Stanley cup final so far I mean, you know, the first game, you know, Dallas came out and just kind of, you know, blew away the the Lightning. I mean, it really wasn't a contest. And then in the next game, you know, the Lightning kind of returned the favor a little bit. I mean, they had three quick goals. And then Dallas, you know, they're a scrappy team. They they clawed back and, and made it a game. But um, this is really anybody's series. I mean, there's – you have kind of Dallas who's – they're not really an underdog, but they're you know they were the three seed in the West, and then you have the Lightning, who were the two seed in the East. I mean, but one's kind of an underdog, and you know one's kind of the favorite. But really, it's anybody's you know nobody. I don't think anybody envisioned Dallas being here, so I think yeah. they're kind of on like house money right now. Yeah, it's uh, I haven't I haven't watched the first two games of the series, but I understand it's been it's been it's been pretty. Yeah, you know, for the first the first game was a was a wash kind of, 
and then uh, Lightning held off uh, held off the, the Stars uh, in a in a rally. So uh, it's, uh, I'm going to try to tune into Game Three tomorrow and uh, and watch some Stanley Cup. There's one there's one guy I'm rooting for. And I'm, I probably I probably mentioned that in one of the last podcasts, but I'm rooting hardcore for uh, uh, for my guy Blake Coleman. Who was uh, a New Jersey Devil? He was he was an Albany Devil. He was he was uh, one of Albany one of Albany Devils' best players uh, for the for a couple seasons up here in in uh, in the Albany area. I got a chance to know him as a, as his chaplain. Uh, but he's a he's a good dude on and off the ice. He's a he's a he's a bit of a he's he's pesky on the ice. He's got one of those sandpaper games where it was. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a sandpaper guy. He'll get in your face a little bit and score. He'll he'll score a timely goal when he need to. So I'm 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 rooting for him. Yeah, definitely. All right. So I'm, uh, what's your what's your what's your predict? I'm, I'm looking at the, uh, the 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 score from last night's last night's game and actually uh, Coleman assisted on on the third goal. Uh, he he yep. assisted on Kevin Shattenkirk's goal and that's his first point. I guess this is his first point in the series, but. Yeah, it looks like uh, you know, Dallas came came back heavily and tried to make it interesting, but we got ourselves a tie series. So, what's your what is your what's your prediction for the series? Who, who wins? And how, I think I think you said Tampa. You, you said Tampa it was going to win, but how many games do you think this goes? Yeah, I mean, it could definitely go seven games, uh, and it probably will. I just you're looking at two two pretty good goaltenders. I mean, Vasilevsky. You know, I I think there is some motivation for Vasilevsky right now because they just announced the Vesna Trophy and Connor Hellenbeck won that and Vasilevsky I think finished third I think Tuka Rask was number two mm-hmm. so I think if you're Vasilevsky I mean you missed out on that hardware I don't think you're going to miss out on the big hardware so I think you know people don't really think about those personal accolades and oh it's, it doesn't really matter to them it does matter to them I'm sure there's some incentive based you know things in his contract you know you win the Vesna you get a certain amount of money I'm sure that's in there but I think for him you know arguably in the Islander series he was people forget he was probably the best player on the ice I mean he had some goals that he that were pretty uh t- tough for any goalie to stop and and he had trouble with those but he was you know he was i thought from an islander's perspective the best player on the ice and i think he's got some motivation knowing i didn't win the vesna and i'm the best goalie out there and i think he wants to prove he is the best goalie in the nhl and i think he's gonna get hot and i think he's gonna ride that and i think tampa bay wins this i i think it'll go seven i do okay so i, I don't know if you pay attention to some of the news today but uh but the Lightning's coach, um, John Cooper, he said that one play, one impact player could be back for Game Three. Steven Stamps, Steven Stamkos. Well, he's got to get in on this somehow. He, he can't, he can't just be, you know, just riding everybody else to a Stanley Cup. You know, I mean, that, no. people were people were criticizing him for being um, on the ice and accepting the trophy. When he when when they won the Eastern Conference, like he hasn't played, like why is he down there type thing? But he is the captain, so I guess you know he had to be there. But I mean, do they need more talent? I mean, how how <laughs> how how good is Steven Stamkos going to be having not played during any of this? Well, that depends. The last time he played was back in February. 
when he had uh, when he played in a th- a four three loss against Toronto. He scored. He had an assist in that game, but he's been out for the last last few months because he uh, he had a he had uh, a core muscle injury that required surgery, and then he injured himself during workouts. So uh, before right before uh, right before the twenty fourteen playoff in August, so he's been in an unhealthy scratch for the most of the most of the uh, most of the playoffs. And if he comes back, he could be a that could be a big. That could be the turnaround for the for the Lightning. It could be the the difference between them winning and losing the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I you know I'm actually the other way on. I actually think it's it's I don't think it benefits them to put a you know a relatively cold player into a lineup this far into the um, into it. I mean they do it all the time. You know healthy scratches and stuff where you know a player has been sitting there. Somebody gets hurt, they plug them in and they're playing. Um, but I just don't. I'm not a big big fan of that. I just they're they got a good thing going and uh, i mean are they gonna are they gonna put him in if he's available of course they are he's their captain they're gonna yeah. have to but yeah and that, that kind of player with that kind of talent too you can't keep him off the ice all right so we're gonna move on to the next subject of our of our podcast it's gonna be the nfl which is gonna be ncaa and nfl football i don't know if you got a chance to watch this weekend's games Corey. uh of the NFL, there were a lot of significant injuries. I watched the, mm-hmm. I watched the Jets 49ers game. Did Adam Gase get injured? His brain might be injured from the lack of play calling I saw. But Damn, I was hoping he would get injured. No, unfortunately not. But his play calling is definitely on the mend. He's a genius. Sure. He's well, he's brilliant. Don't forget. He's, he's an brilliant. offensive he's offensively brilliant or whatever. Yeah, and uh and Peyton Manning said he gave him a good reference, so you know he's good. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> there there were some significant injuries on Sunday. Uh, watching the I because I covered the New York Jets for uh, another website, Downtown Sports. I I watched the the Jets' horrible horrible game against the 49ers. But there were some big names that went down for the 49ers. They they already had Richard Sherman out. He's on IR for three games. They already had George Kittle wasn't going to play. Jimmy Garoppolo. Get twists his ankle. Uh, on the next series, Nick Bosa's Nick Nick Bosa blows out his ACL. Although it's not entirely his fault, he got he got blown out by a pretty good block by Trayvon Wesco. And then I think a day or a, a play or two day two plays later, Solomon Thomas goes out. He's carted off. So it's 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 the weirdest thing seeing two guys carted off on on consecutive plays. And then we learn. A little bit later in their game, in the Giants game against the Bears, Saquon Barkley tears his ACL. So, Corey, I just want to get your feeling on this. Do you think because the NFL didn't have any any preseason games this year because of the pandemic, does this have to do with anything with the injury, amount of injuries, amount of really star, injured star players we have right now? It's hard to tell with ACL injuries. I mean, those can really happen at all, you know, whenever – but I mean, it, it, you're, I think you're going to see a lot more injuries just because these guys aren't. Yeah, they they do a lot of conditioning, they did a lot of working out on the side before the season started. But you can't, uh, 
substitute live game action. You can't substitute mm-hmm. getting hit. You can't substitute those cuts you got to make. Yeah, you can work on cuts, you know, around cones and stuff like that. But against live people, it's totally different. And I mean, looking at the list right now, Nick Bosa, Saquon Barkley, uh, Christian McCaffrey, high ankle sprain. I mean, you know, Drew Locke, uh, sprained AC joint. I mean, there's just a lot of guys that are injured. And, and I think it's going to be a trend. I really do. It, you can't substitute live game action. And I mean, and then they were also referencing um, the turf at uh, MetLife Stadium as par- possibly a, uh, a problem for the uh, injuries in the Jets game. Yeah, the- uh, it's a it's a it's a newer turf. They replaced the surface this year because they had a, they were playing with the. That's the first time they replaced it in six years. So uh, they got a new turf this year. Uh, the 49ers were complaining that a lot of the players were saying that, that it was a little bit sticky. It was a little bit it was a bit, it was a bit rough. But uh, from why I, I I was watching a highlight from uh, was it was it Keyshawn, uh, Jay Will and Zubin uh, from yesterday morning. And Keyshawn Sam was well. That's on the equipment manager, okay. Uh, and, and, he expl- and, he, and he gave an explanation of, of why it's on the equipment manager because he's got to go out there and he's got to judge wh- how, what kind of cleats or shoes you're going to wear for that for the surface that you're playing on. Yeah. But there's also a string of ham in- There's also a a long list of hamstring injuries too. I know for the Jets, uh, Jamison Crowder was out. In the last game, Le'Veon Bell's on the three-week IR with a hamstring injury. Uh, I think their center also pulled a hamstring, but he said he might be able to play through it because that's what linemen do. Um, but, I, I mean, we, I discussed it with some other friends, and I, and I said, and I kind of said in a mocking tone, but we don't need the preseason. I think a lot of the complaints about preseason has more to do with fans than it has to do with players because fans got to play – they have to pay f- full price – for to, to reserve a P when they reserve their PSLs, they have to pay full price for preseason games as well as regular season games. So I think the complaint for preseason games is more with the fans than it is with the players. I mean, players don't really mind, at least for the first couple of weeks, because they'll play a couple of series on offense and defense. Those starters, those guys are going to make the team. They're just going to they're just going to rest their bodies for practice for the rest of the week. Yeah, I. I... I mean, you need preseason games. I mean, this is, it's just like, you know, I mean, look at baseball and spring training. Um, you need spring training. You know, you, you've got to get these guys worked out. You have to get them into game action. And if you look at a lot of these injuries, I'm looking further down the list, you know, uh, calf injury, hamstring, 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 uh, knee, chest, sprain, groin. These are a lot of injuries because of, of conditioning issues. These are, you know, muscles aren't stretched out, you know, and these guys are, you know, they're basically fine-tuned machines pretty much, if you want yeah. to say it. And, you know, it's kind of like, you know, letting a car, you know, sit, you know, in a driveway for a year uh, and then, you know, starting it up and expecting it, you know, and you know, putting it on, a, on an interstate trying to go 85 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something bad that could go wrong with a tire, with a transmission, 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. With anything, I think that's what you're seeing with with the NFL. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's it sucks that a lot of these players. I mean, I I watched I watched that Jets game and I saw two. I said I saw two players get carted off the field, not take not carried off the field, not escort, like not not walking under their own power. They were carted off the field, and I've never seen anything like that. And it, and it sucks because you see a lot of. I was hesitant to do any kind of fancy football this year, uh, mostly because of the fact that it was a, it was. It was a season that had no preseason games. You don't know who's going to get hurt at what time. And now we're seeing uh, this these players, a lot of star players especially, drop like flies because of either lack of lack of gaming conditioning and just freak injuries like the torn the tear ACL ACL tears. Those are freak things. Yep, and those can take more than a year to come back from. Mm-hmm. Mhm. Yep. So, in lots of injuries in the NFL, um, and we didn't touch up on uh, the Big Ten coming back. College football. Talking about college football side, the Big Ten's coming back. I don't know if you saw that or not. Yeah. Which is leading the Pac-12 and the Mid American get some action in. They might bring back their seasons. Yeah, I, we we talked about it earlier that this was eventually gonna. You know, who was gonna be the first one now? It's about it's a money grab now. It's hey, look at these schools out there. They're getting all this, you know. They're getting revenue from the TV, you know, TV networks and all this stuff, and they're getting the exposure. And you got to wonder if recruiting is going to be hurt at some of these schools not playing right now. You know, there's going to be you know recruits who are watching you know the Georgia State versus Louisiana game. Hey, you know what? I was going to commit to so and so. They're not playing right now. Hey, I like that Louisiana team. I like that coach. Maybe they wouldn't have seen that guy if you know Ohio State or Michigan was playing. Yeah, it's gonna be. I I had a feeling that recruiting was gonna get be hurt all the way around because certain leagues weren't playing this year. Um, but a lot of top high school football t- uh, players have uh, have already committed to some of these big schools. But some of the guys who are elite but not quite in that same class, they could might they might go to one of the group of five schools. Yep. Exactly. All right, we're going to move on quickly to Major League Baseball. We're coming down the home. We're already coming down the home stretch. About two, we got about two weeks left. The season is over. Playoff race is starting to, to shape out, in, at least in the American League. Uh, right now, the American League, there have been five spots claimed. Uh, there's still a bit of a race to get to the final three spots. National League, only two spots have been taken. The Padres and the Dodgers have each claimed their spots. 
and you got a race for the last six spots there. Um, looking at the list here for the American League, uh, right now, the only team that doesn't seem to, the only two teams that don't seem to be in the hunt are the the Texas Rangers and the Boston Red Sox. The other teams seem to have the rest of the league still has an outside shot. Cleveland's in it, Toronto's still in it, Houston uh, is is in it. They've got they're only eight and a half games back of Tampa, who is the number one seed. And then look at the National League. There's going to be quite the race to to claim the last six spots because the expanded because the expanded playoff and they're all playing in a bubble so what do you what's uh what's your feeling about the playoff bubble for the major league major league baseball uh, you know I, I said from the beginning they should have did a bubble ish type at we talked about new york doing one in new york and mm. having you know different spots in new york and doing a bubble i mean it they they saw the success, you know. They remember they started this season after, you know, or right around the same time the NHL and the NBA started. They saw the success of the NHL, the M- NBA. They saw the um, very almost no COVID, you know, positive COVID tests out of those sports. So I think they took note from those sports and they're going to do their their own thing. Uh, I believe it's going to be in what uh, t- uh, Texas and. Yep, the American League playoffs are going to be in, I think they're going to be at Globe Park in Arlington and at Houston. And the National League is going to take place in Los Angeles and and uh, San Diego. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it, it's going to put them in a bubble. You know, MLB, they've had so many issues with COVID <laughs> this season. Uh, you, so, you, I you mean... This is the precaution they had to take. It was, it was, you know, it's it's the right decision to do. No, but I, I mean, I agree. And I mean, you're, you know, I'm looking at the standings right now, and this is the the interesting part. If you look at the National League, the the there's the, there's three division the three division leaders. Yep. Okay. Only San Diego is running away with their division. The Marlins are leading their division by. By two games. Uh, sorry, my bad. Um, the wild, they're, they're, the the Marlins are in the wild card by two, having two games over five hundred. The uh, Cardinals are one game over five hundred, wild card. Theoretically, you could have a sub five hundred team. Look at Houston. Houston's twenty seven and twenty seven, and they're in the wild card right now. Yeah. They, you could have a sub 500 team getting in in the playoffs, and you know I know uh, Manfred said this 16 team format for the playoff is here to stay. I don't like it. I really don't like it. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, it, yes, it's going to produce a lot of excitement. Yeah. So here's the here's the bubble for the NL, and I was wrong about the the. The, the locations for the National League Division Series going to be at Globe Life in Arlington, Minute Maid Park in Houston, ALDS is going to be at Petco Park in Dodger Stadium, the NLCS will take a place at Global Global Life Field, ALCS at Petco Park, and the World Series will be at Globe Life Park. So or Globe Life Globe Life Field. So first two rounds of the AL the NL, NLDS will be. In different in different states, 
in uh, Texas and in California. The World Series will take place in Texas in at, at Globe Life Field. But yeah, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the National League standing, at, and it looks like Atlanta is going to take the third spot. Central Chicago's going to Chicago and St. Louis is in kind of a dogfight right now. I'm. It'll be kind of fun to see Miami in the playoff. <laughs> to be honest with anything can happen. Anything it's can 20, happen. 2020. It's twenty twenty. It's been a weird year. It could be go, getting weird with Miami in the playoff. My goodness, my goodness. I mean, wouldn't it be interesting to have a Tampa Bay Miami World Series in in Florida and in Florida in Texas? Yeah, I mean, I mean, even but you look at the AL leaders, Tampa Bay. Chicago, Oakland. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 and, and then, you know, I mean, I think everybody pretty much expected the Cardinals, the Braves, the Cardinals, and the Dodgers to be winning their division. I mean, and uh, that just expected. But, I mean, you're looking at, I mean, San Diego's got this young talent, but the Marlins, I mean, and, and then you look at my Mets, who are just suddenly getting ready to tear down the whole entire ship and uh, rebuild. So, it, it's, and, and you look at Washington, Washington's a train wreck too. What happened to them? Yeah, defending but, World Series champions. But at least with the New York Mets, and we didn't get to talk about this this week, but maybe we'll talk about it next week. New ownership. Yep. How do you, how do you feel about that? Yeah. I think it's great. Awesome. Uh, they've already started to make moves. It's they've already heard. Uh, the rumor is that Sandy Alderson's going to come back as some kind of uh, executive role. I I don't think Brody Van Wagenen survives this. Mm. I think he's out. I mean, he made some bonehead decisions. I mean, the I mean, even though Edwin Diaz is having a great year, I mean that Edwin Diaz Robinson Cano, you know, for Justin Dunn and and, and Jared Kalenic was a awful trade. I mean, Jared Kalenic, they are talking about possibly being the next Mike Trout, and the Mets gave him up to take on a big contract for over. Uh, you know, I mean, it is what it is. You can't you know take it back, but. You know, you need somebody in there who's going to make good decisions. Van Wagenen was a agent. Cano was one of his contract, you know, one of his clients, and he brought him to New York with him in a trade, and it's not worked out. Well, I was listening to uh, my guys Levac and Gaz last week, and they had Buster Only, and he kind of threw out the name of one young Brian Cashman possibly being wooed from the Yankees to take over the Mets job. We'll see. We'll see. All right, so our final. Uh, our final topic of the night is going to be some pop culture, The Mandalorian. Now, I was watching my guys at the corner booth pregame, uh, Kevin Jared. They talked about Star Wars in their podcast on their uh, on their live stream show last Thursday. I did my breakdown of my top, my favorite, uh, my my list of, of of Star Wars movies from nine to one. Uh, canon movies, by the way, not not non-canon like like Solo and. Uh, and uh, and um, Rogue One, but the trailer dropped this past week for the Mandalorian season two. It's gonna dr- it's gonna show up on October thirtieth. I for one who who got into the series late, but eventually fe- finished it and absolutely loved it. Uh, I'm excited for uh, for season two. Corey, what's your feeling on season two of Mandalorian? Are you excited for it? What's your feeling on it? Um, we got me and my wife and our kids. We got Disney Plus the first day it came out, so mm. I watched The Mandalorian the first day it came out. Ryan, you're late to the party on everything. Late on Cobra Kai, ran a Mandalorian. Um, always am. <laughs> so I, I, I actually thought 
that if you were going to put that in line, if you were going to rank it in the movies, so there's nine movies, I would probably put it, no, there's more than nine movies. There's well, 11 movies now. There's two standalones uh, and there's, there's two, nine. There, there's two non-canon and the rest are canon. Yeah. I would I would put it like in the top five or three. Hmm. I think it's, it's definitely a different take on Star Wars from a... Um, it's not part of the Skywalker legacy, which I think everybody's pretty much sick of at this point. I mean, I think Disney kind of ruined that. Um, and it shows a different part of this, this universe and this, you know, that, that George Lucas created. And um, John Favreau, I think has done a great job in visually watching this. You feel like you're part of it and the characters, I mean, there's some great characters in this. And, you know, I mean, everybody talks about Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda. And the it, child, it, it, the child, the child. Yeah, <laughs> child, the child. I, I, I got. It. But I mean, I'm excited about it. I, I want to see, you know, what the Darksaber is all about. Um, I, I, I also want to see Rosario Dawson as Osoka Tana. Mm-hmm. You know, she's you know, that's a character that has been in uh, the Clone Wars. Yep. I think she was in Rebels, too, I think. Um, but she hasn't been in, in live action, and Rosario Dawson is playing her, which is going to be pretty cool. They also said that there might be some other cameos in there that they're not revealing yet um, from some other characters. So, I mean, it, 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 when it comes out, I'm excited about it because I'm a Star Wars guy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty excited about it. I, and, and yeah, I, I know Corey. I'm late to the party on just about everything. <laughs> uh, with Cobra, I was late to the party on Cobra Kai. I was late to the party on The Mandalorian. But I I enjoyed both series a lot, and uh, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that uh, The Mandalorian coming back because because I never I never read the books. I, I texted back and forth with my brothers, um, who read all the books, listened to all the books on tape about the about. The different story, the different Star Wars stories, the the fiction from there, and um, the expanded universe. The expanded universe. Yes, thank you. Uh, I I was a bit lost on those, and, and but I, I enjoyed the series. I, I'm a big action film, action series guy, and the fact that we're gonna have Mandalorian season two, I'm I'm super pumped about that. And I mean, I, I like the I like the fact that we don't stick to the Skywalker script because. It, the whole Skywalker family, they're a bunch of whiners. <laughs> yes. I don't know if you noticed that, but they were, they were, yep. the, the entire series, uh, the entire canon of Star Wars, the whiniest characters are Luke and Anakin. To a lesser extent, Leia. Yeah. You know, I, I've when I, when I went and saw... Uh, the Rise of Skywalker. I went with my dad and I went with my son. And I just, it, it was so predictable. I mean, these these movies were so predictable. And that was the thing that endeared people to Star Wars for so long was they were so unpredictable. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at, you know, uh, you know, you look at, um, you look at A New Hope. Who thought that Obi-Wan was going to get killed at the end of that? You know, you're talking about, I mean, yeah, in the middle, exactly. That's right. Uh, That he was going to get killed. You know, he's the main, one of the main characters. And he's this, you know, and he gets, you know, he basically, you know, allows Vader to kill him to become, you know, 
you know, a, a spirit ghost and, and communicate with Luke. And then, you know, you look at Empire Strikes Back, you know, the, the famous line at the end, you know, you find out Luke, Darth, you know, Darth Vader is Luke's father. The yeah. other movies, when they said, oh, raise a pal, raise a pal, spoiler, raise a Palpatine. I'm like, all right, it's been done before. Let's move on. With these characters in this new one, you're kind of wondering where they come from. You know, who's the armorer? That's my other thing is who's this armorer? It's like very mysterious. Mm. And then you have the Mandalorian. And then you have, you know, Moff Gideon, you know, like who's – I love Giancarlo Esposito. I loved yep. him when he was in all the, the Spike Lee movies back in the 80s and 90s. And he has yeah, Moff Gideon. He's just – I love him. I don't know what it is. But you got to wonder about his backstory. You got to wonder about – um uh, the I'm trying to think of her name. The um, Cara Dune, yeah, Cara Dune. Her character, the backstory behind everybody has backstories that you don't know about yet. And hopefully, over the next how many seasons they do it, they develop these characters. Because I'll tell you what, John Favreau does a very good job. And if you've watched some of his other movies, and I'm just not saying Elf, but he he always develops characters that you like and that you support and you want to watch. Yeah, he did he did that and, with the we did he did that with the Marvel universe. Yeah, exactly. And I think that um, I'm excited about it. So Yeah. And look, and look at who's going to be in season two. You've got uh, Mando's coming back. Cara Dune's coming back. Grief Cargo's coming back. Moff Gideon, we get to see him. And then Boba Fett shows up for a cameo. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, Katie Sackhoff as Bo-Katan Kreese. Timothy Oliphant as Cobb Vanth, rumored to be. But, I mean, I'm looking at this page that's from... Uh, from a week ago, but Timothy Oliphant is rumored to be in in season two, and of course you get the child, who is everybody's favorite uh, Christmas toy, <laughs> Christmas plush yep. toy. Um, yeah, so I- I'm looking forward to it. October 30th is about a good month away. Uh, my, I, uh, you know, what day of the week that is? That's a Friday. That is a Friday. So every. every- Friday. Every person is going to be sitting in front of their TV yep. watching it on Friday. And then the next day is going to be the Halloween that we're not going to have. So, Oh, we're having it. I'm, I'm planning on it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what Cuomo says. We're having it. <laughs> yeah, he, apparently, he doesn't care what he says either because he basically said that they're, he's like, I'm not going to stop kids from trick-or-treating. Nope. And no, so, neither you should. Only in Los Angeles you can't trick-or-treat now, apparently. Right. So, but Stand yeah. in my driveway. I'll throw the candy at you. But my, fa- my favorite part is that Carl Weathers... I love Carl Weathers. Apollo Creed I do too. is in this. I mean, come on. Hey, he was Chubbs. He was Chubbs. Chubbs, yep. And uh, and uh, Happy Gilmore. He was Chubbs. And he and he looks like he could still get in the ring and Can't wait. somebody up. I mean, oops. Or, but, yeah. I'll bleep that out. <laughs> 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 Trying to keep it family friendly here, folks. And, uh, and uh, Cara Dune played by Jim Carano, who... It's Her- tomorrow's Wednesday. It's Women's Crush, Men's, Women Crush Wednesday. There you go. Her dad was the backup was a backup quarterback for Roger Staubach with the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, he she, she that's where she gets that, that athletic uh, athletic background. I mean, she's and yeah. she was also a, she was also an MMA fighter. She was a she's, yeah. she's schooled in uh, Muay Thai. Yeah, she's it's a, she's it's a BA, so she can totally. I follow I follow her on school. social media. I follow her on social media. I love her. I think she's awesome. So she is, and she's freaking gorgeous too. I mean, goodness gracious. 
Yep. All right, so I got the vapors here, so I'm going to stop here. <laughs> All right, we're going to end the show from here, uh, here folks. Uh, don't forget to check out stuff at bellyupsports.com. You can check out all our other uh, other podcasts, all our, all of our articles. You can check out our, find out when our live stream shows are. Uh, one podcast shout-out I want to give up to uh, Score Zag Score, which is all about Gonzaga basketball. Uh, that's one thing we missed out on this year was the, was the tournament. I was hoping to see Gonzaga go pretty far. I mean, me being a Syracuse fan, basketball fan myself, I don't know if they were going to make the tournament, but if you're into Gonzaga basketball, you can check out Score, Zag, Score. And again, check out other, all of our other stuff on bellyupsports.com. Again, we got articles, we got podcasts, we got live streaming shows. We'd love to to have you and check us out. So, Corey, you got one last word? No, I'm good, man. <laughs> all right. Well, we've said what we mean to say. Uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you in the media booth. Intro and outro music is On The Verge by Joseph McDade. Check out his music and support him on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Joseph McDade. Thank you for listening to No Credentials Required, powered by Belly Up Sports and a part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. For more articles and podcasts, visit bellyupsports.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.